Thank you for tuning in today. Michael Crane is an entrepreneur, mentor, and a genuine nice guy. He has been in business for over 20 years, and he is so excited to be sharing with you his tips and secrets that has made him wealthy. He didn't become wealthy overnight. It doesn't work that way. If you have commitment and staying power, you will be surprised what you can achieve. He is so excited now to be sharing his stories with you in his very own podcast here at michaelcrane.live. And now, let me introduce your host for today's show, the man himself, Michael Crane. So today we are going to be speaking about planning and setting yourself up for success. So what needs to go into a good, solid plan for a person's successful life, Simon? Well, Michael, I've been working now with hundreds of different entrepreneurs and business owners in all walks of life. And there are two key parts to their plans. When I talk to them, if you were to break it down and put two headings into a really good, well thought through, robust plan, um, the two main elements are, number one, mindset. You know, what How do we want our thinking to be over the next, say, 12 months? What are our beliefs? What are our values? What culture do we want in our business? Everything to do with the way we think and behave is the first part of that plan. And then the second part is the action part of the plan, the goals, the objectives, KPIs, you know, the things that we can tangibly measure. Um, you're at point A and you want to get to point B uh, and the goal that sits behind that. So if someone was just leaving university and they'd just got their very first job, what should be the first thing that they put in their plan? I would want them to start with their dream in a way. You know, what is the dream that they have for their life? They've come out of university, they're going to be excited, fresh, enthusiastic, facing the world ahead. What do they see as their their dream? Um, And then really to pull that back, I think, Michael, to say, okay, that's my dream. You know, I want to become, you know, a professor or I want to become, you know, the CEO of a business at some point in my life. So what do I need to do in the next 12 months? So are you saying dreams our dreams and not goals. Yeah, I think the very start point is, you know, what's the what is what's your long-term future look like? What does what do you what do you dream? What are you passionate about? What do you love? And once you know that, because it's amazing how many people don't really think like that. They think it's all a bit airy fairy and you know um, out there. But have know what your dream is because your dream leads to your purpose. If you then know what your purpose is, and you're very clear about your purpose, you can set much better goals. So is it an interesting point? We've started 
from the time you we leave university. But yeah. before you go to university, you should be knowing what you want as a byproduct of your degree. So that brings me on to the point. After university, are they the same goals then than when you left your secondary school? And when you leave your secondary school, do you really know what you want to be doing at the age of 40? And yeah. if you don't know what you're going to be doing at the age of 40, one may say, why go to university? Yeah, well, <laughs> the answer is that everybody's different, aren't they? Some people don't even get to go to university um, and they leave school and, and they have a very clear idea the moment they leave school. Some people go to university because they don't have a clear idea of what they want to do. So they go to university to continue that learning and they, they like a couple of subjects. So they learn that subject and then they come out of university and they may or may not even go into that industry. You know, I reflect when I was working for NatWest, we used to have a graduate program and the amount of graduates that would join the financial division, the wealth management division of the bank that had a degree in art or a degree in engineering, something that was completely unrelated to financial services. But, you know, that, that I think people, everybody's different. And if they have a dream and they have a clear idea of where they want to go, then it's important they have a plan. If they don't have a clear idea, if we don't, you know, we're not sure where we want to go, then maybe it's not so much of a long-term plan, but it's a case of, you know, if I'm going for this particular job, then my goal is to get the job. And my goal initially is to excel in that job in the first six months or year and to establish whether or not this kind of uh, industry is for me or not. So I, th I think where we're going with the conversation is to highlight that it's important for us all when we have a plan and when we have goals is to make sure that there's an element of flexibility in those goals. I'm really not sure if many people have a plan and it'd be really good to get some sort of guesstimate on how many people have a plan, what goes into that plan and do they really, really achieve? what they set out to do. One thing is for sure, if you don't have a plan, your destination cannot be mapped out. And I'll tell you a story of a conversation I had with a friend just recently. He came up to me and he said, Michael, you are so successful. Why am I not successful? I've got no money in my pocket and nothing in the bank. I'm living with my parents. I'm working hard. All I want is a roof above my head that I can call my own. And I looked at my friend and I said, would I be able to take a look at your plan? He looked at me in complete disbelief and said, what do you mean by that? 
And I said, a plan to put a roof over your head to earn enough money to go on the nicest hotels, to live in the nicest street. And he said, I don't have a plan. And my simple answer to him was, are you surprised you don't have a roof above your head that you can call your own? You're not in the street that you want to live in. So I really think if you don't have a plan, you don't know where you're going. And one thing for sure is you'll arrive every time. Yeah, I agree entirely. I think there was some research done several years ago. It might be quite old now, so I don't know what the latest research is, but it was by Harvard Business School. And they found out that less than 3% of their graduates had a written down plan at the end of their course, going back to the university conversation we had earlier. Less than 3% actually had the plan, had a plan, had it written down. And later, when they caught up with those people, and in fact, their whole um, graduation year, they found that the most successful people of the year were in that group of 3%, those people who had a plan. And the people that didn't have a plan were less inclined to be either as successful or even successful at all. You know, and it's really interesting because most of us have plans. You know, if you think about most journeys that people take, they, they want to drive, let's say, from Folkestone to Glasgow. Well, you could just set off in the car and you'd roughly get towards Glasgow. You know, it's north and you just keep on going. But if you needed to get to a very specific street in Glasgow or you wanted to avoid all the traffic jams along the way, you would punch in a, to your sat nav, the postcode, and you would follow that route map, that road map every step of the way. And it would change along the way if it was live like wave. Uh, ways I think it's called um, it would change because it would read the road ahead and it would get you there through the quickest possible route and and you know if, if someone goes and buys a plot of land and wants to build a house on it they might have that dream house in their brain in their mind but they can't build that house without first starting with a written down plan bringing in the surveyor the architect and getting that down on paper and being very clear about what it looks like before those footings go in. But we do, so we have a plan for our car journey. We might have a plan for our ideal home, but we don't have a plan for our life. What's the more important? You know, our life, we only get one chance at this life. I really encourage anybody, especially this time of year, now's a great time to sit down reflect on 2020, a year that will never be forgotten, that's for sure, uh, and think about what do I really want 2021 to look like? Where do I want to be on the 31st of December 2021? So, you know, it's an interesting point you make, Folkestone to Glasgow, probably about 400, 500 miles distance. Providing you have the destination either mapped out on your GPS 
all mapped out in the old A to Z book of the UK, you will always, always get there. You may have some trials and tribulations, but if you have the clear destination in mind, you will arrive at the place you wanted to be. And I really can't understand how so many people I talk to just don't have a plan. And to me, it sounds so easy, so simple to write a plan down. Mm. And you start with the end in mind. You write, you plan, and you take action. So you must have a plan. You must know where you go, where you're going, and along the journey, one, you must have a really pleasant time, and two, when a flat tire, for example, comes along, it's only a little bump along the journey. And COVID nineteen this year is only a bump along the journey. But we must plan. We must be clear in our own mind's eye where we are heading. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. You know, I I have a little model that I use to help people when they're thinking about a plan. Uh, Obviously, there are many different structures to planning and many different types of plan. But I like my A, B, C, D. Um, and just to just they're just little test points on a plan. Uh, firstly, A is for ambitious. You know, if you're going to have a plan, make it ambitious, make it exciting, make it interesting. You want it to ignite your passion and you want it to stretch where you are now to where you want to be. Certainly for me, when my, me and my team are planning, we are very ambitious. We're ambitious for our business. We're ambitious for the way that we are living our lives and um, what we want to contribute into society. So, you know, we, we like the idea of setting the kind of goals and, and even our thought processes, behaviors in a way that's stretching, that's ambitious. The second element is B, which is brave. Be brave. You know, it might be that to achieve this plan, I'm gonna have to step outside of my comfort zone next year. You know, be brave with that. Develop yourself. I think Jim Rowan said, you know, if you work on your business, you'll earn a living. But if you work on yourself, you'll earn a fortune. So be brave. Work on yourself. Stretch yourself as well. Uh, Develop yourself. The third one, which is a big one, a really, really big one is C. And C is for contingency. You know, we need to have contingencies in our planning. We live in a constantly changing environment with or without COVID. COVID has been a very large bump. For some people, it's been a complete sideswipe on their life um, and on their business. But to have contingencies in our planning opens up the capability to pivot our business, to think of different solutions, to have more options in life. Um, And not to get into too deep a track of focus that if that goes wrong, then we get lost. You know, it's always to have 
that ability to have options and seek other opportunities that form part of contingency planning. And, um, and then the, my D is really to be determined with the plan, you know, um, work the plan and plan the work and vice versa, plan the work and work the plan, work it hard, be determined, be persistent, don't give up on it. You know, many plans are successful, not in the first season, not in the first few months. Many plans are successful, not in the first few months, but later in the year, you know, when you've got momentum building. Uh, so don't give up, be determined. That's my ABCD of planning. So let's uh, look at what an ideal plan should be. What sort of things should go into your plan? Well, as you know, Michael, I'm very passionate about values. I really believe that it's important that we understand what our values are and how we should live to our values. People who set goals without understanding their values often don't achieve those goals. And the reason why they don't achieve the goals is because the goals weren't congruent with their values. So start with your values, understand what they are. Your values drive who you are, the kind of decisions you make and have a goal around, you know, if one of my values, for example, is resilience, how can I really build that as a strength? I really, because the more resilient I am, and if it's one of my values, then the more I can leverage that to be successful in life. In, especially in the next uh, 12 months or so. Uh, and then the, the element, the links, of course, to values then is goals. Have goals, well thought through goals, set them well. And, and actually, you know, goal setting is an art form. Very few people are very good at setting goals. There's a big difference between, you know, the kind of goals that give you results and the goals that call for action. There's results oriented outcome goals, and there are process goals. So let me just give you a quick example. It's very important to start with your outcome goals. So an outcome goal might be that I want to live the most healthiest life I've ever led in the next 12 months. I want to be fitter and healthier than I ever have in my previous 50 years. OK, that's important to me. It links to my values yeah, of, of self-preservation, for example, if that's a value. <laughs> um, and it's a goal that says that's the outcome. The outcome is that by the end of the year, I'm going to be feeling and my whole body is fitter and healthier than it's ever been. I might put a measure to that, which might be my BMI, for example. Um, uh, then I would look at the process of how, how do I get to that point? So I might say, well, one of the ways in which I'm gonna live a more healthier and fitter life is cycling. And this year, I'm gonna set a goal of cycling 2000 miles. Yeah, that's my process. That's a process goal. The outcome is I will be fitter and healthier than I've ever been. The process is I'm gonna start cycling and I'm gonna cycle 100 miles a month or 200 miles a month or whatever the process goal is that I set. You know, I, I, I see it similar 
But I don't think necessarily goals need to be difficult or complex because I think we need to keep goals simple. Yeah. They true. need to be measurable. They need to be actionable. And they need to be uh, specific in enough that when we achieve the goals, we get a pat on the back. And in my plan, I try to balance my goals. And what do I mean by balance? I mean, I want to be healthy. And that's a prime goal for me personally. Most people think our home is the house we live in. I don't think it is. I think our home is the body yeah. we are consumed in. Yeah, we true. live in our body every day, every minute that we walk this earth. And if you don't have your health, then you have nothing. Mm. So I think it's critical that we look after our health and we have goals specifically to either losing weight, becoming more healthy, stop smoking, stop consuming alcohol. And these are goals that we set for ourselves. There's another two areas that should form one of your goals or both of your goals. And that is your relationship, the people you love, the people that champion you, the people that are cheering you on from the sidelines, our love for our children, our love for our partner. And that is so important for a healthy heart. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A healthy mind, body and soul. And the last one for me is wealth. My mum and dad used to say to me, Michael, money is the root of all evil. But let me tell you this, no money is a lot worse. And whether we like it or not, we need our goals to be well balanced. And I do an awful lot of work on this subject with an awful lot of people. And it's really quite interesting how no two goals are exactly the same. So we are all different. We want different things. We want to achieve different things. We want to go and sit on different beaches in different locations and live on different streets, driving a different type of car. No two people are the same, mm. but we yeah. must have a well-worked-out plan for you, me, and ourselves. And it does come down to a well-balanced plan. I read some years ago about a man who passed away who was extremely, extremely wealthy. On the way to the cemetery, there was no car in front of his hearse. There was no car behind. 
he went to the graveyard on his own. No one crying was at his gravesite, and he was as he was lowered into the ground. I don't know if you're like me, but I sure hope after 50 years, I'll have at least one person crying the loss of Michael Crane as he gets lowered into the ground. And I thought that was really quite poignant. We need to be well balanced in our plan. But you see, the goal setting is only a small part of having a good plan. You see, from now, from the time you leave school or from the time you leave university, you must be able to develop systems, processes and routines because your systems, processes and routines will help you achieve your goal. When you've achieved your goal, your systems, processes and routines will keep you in the game. Yes. Mm. And you mentioned uh, contingency in your A, B, C, D. You mentioned determined in your formula too. But I think if you have a well-crafted system with processes and routines and you are consistent each and every day with a well-defined goal and a well-defined plan around that, I believe just like the farmer, who went to sow the seed, he will get his harvest. But the harvest didn't come in year one. The birds came and took the seeds in year one. And in year two, the rain came down and swept away the harvest. And it's all too easy for us, for you, to just give up and say, this is too hard, this is too difficult. It only happens to somebody else. I'm not as lucky as the next person. But this is the method of the story. The farmer keeps sowing the seed. The land becomes more generous and the harvest will come. So providing we have absolute faith in the work that we are doing, our harvest will plentiful. And so we will achieve our goals. I don't think the universe works in any other way, but deliver on a well-defined plan with a great result. But it does take work and it should start straight away 